Welcome to Young PR Pros on the FIR Podcast Network. Young PR Pros is the podcast for the young and young at heart working in the world of public relations and communications. Here are your hosts, Christine Darbell and Julia Kent. Welcome to Young PR Pros, a weekly podcast for the young and young at heart PR pros looking for tips and advice on how to build and advance their careers. I am Christine Darbell in Ottawa, Canada. And I'm Julia Kent, also in Ottawa. So do you see how smooth it goes now? Christine Darbell just, just slides off the tongue. I was just something about it. I was just say <laughs> It just took me a year. It'll, yeah, well. <laughs> uh, so I thought we'd do a little fun episode today. Uh, we've, we've done the opposite kind of episode where we've talked about bad PR PR practices, but I thought it would be refreshing to talk about good PR practices. Um, in particular, uh, blogger relations, good example of blogger relations. And I think this is a very topical issue, uh, issue because blogger relation is becoming, um, a regular communications tactic uh, in today's society of communications and PR compared to maybe a decade ago or even just five years ago, uh, a lot of PR was concentrated around uh, journalism and just pure journalism. How can we get on the six o'clock news? How can we get on the radio? How can we get on the French page of the newspaper? And now anyone can be a journalist, including a blogger, a podcaster, uh, someone who has a video blog. Uh, and uh, some of these people online have created such a great brand for themselves that they actually have followers that read their paper and trust it or trust their online blog more than they would trust their local newspaper. So it's kind of a shift in the communications tactics, I find, and something that a lot of my, um, you know, colleagues and friends in different kinds of organizations all seem to be putting blogger relations on the list of things that they do on a regular basis. And Julie and I both have really good examples of when we were treated as bloggers um, and uh, sort of events and, you know, communications tactics um, that involved blogger relations. So, Julia, did you want to start with uh, your experience? Absolutely. So, you know, in addition to my day job working in marketing, PR, and communications, I, I have two personal blogs. One's a food blog, and the other is a blog um, that's a collaborative blog for my book club called the Unputdownable Book Club. And we're a group of, uh, you know, 20-something uh, women in Ottawa who read a book a month and have a one meeting a month. And it's a pretty successful book club. On Friday, um, October 4th, we celebrate uh, our fourth anniversary. So oh, wow. Been around, Congratulations. Yeah, so we've been around for quite a while. And um, around this time, actually, uh, well, no, it was, it was late August last year, um, I was contacted by a producer at um, a show that I... I didn't even know about at the time. It was CTV's uh, new talk show called The Social. And for those of you that have not seen The Social, um, it's in its second season. And it is modeled after um, the American version, The View, 
but it caters to a younger demographic and it, it incorporates social media as much as possible. So they're really active on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and so on and so forth. And I was contacted by them because they were, um, you know, confidentially, they were saying they were launching their own book club called The Social Chapter. Hmm. And they wanted to have a book club expert come on the show uh, to do a segment on how to, uh, you know, run a book club and how to host a book club meeting. So um, I was, uh, I was... Uh, Flown to Toronto and appeared on the uh, appeared on that show as their their expert. Gave them a little bit of advice. Um, had some fun while doing it, and then I uh, I was whisked back to Ottawa and got to watch myself uh, on the seven o'clock uh, airing of the show. So it was pretty <laughs> cool. It was pretty cool. And I think this is a really neat example of just proving my earlier point that, you know, bloggers are being treated as experts in their field compared to maybe a decade ago, they would have found a journalist and this, this exact scenario happens very often with journalists as well and happened a lot more a decade ago. If you were a journalist that wrote a lot about a specific war or a lot about health or a lot about automotive um, issues, then... Um, uh, you know, if they wanted someone who had kind of like this overarching knowledge, then they would call up a journalist, they would bring them on TV, and then they would talk about a topical issue. Uh, and that journalist would be the subject matter expert, right? And now it's, you know, it's really interesting to see that bloggers are being put in that same camp because bloggers just like journalists uh, and, and bloggers more so uh, write about one topic. So they become subject matter, uh, matter experts in their field uh, and then, you know, get called on like you were, Julia. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, did you have fun doing it? <laughs> I did have fun doing it. It was um, it was a little stressful, um, something that a lot of people don't know about Canadian television, but you are um, responsible for all your own props. So if you uh, if you go um, watch my segment, which is actually available on, on the blog, if you watch it, you'll notice that there's a huge table filled with props, food and wine and all sorts of things, and absolutely everything on that table I had to bring and, and, and pay for myself. And it was uh, it was extremely stressful because I was in Toronto for um, you know twelve hours, and I was unable to to fly and travel with all of those things. So I actually had to purchase them that morning and be to the studio for ten a.m. and trying on a Monday morning trying to find all that stuff in Toronto and not knowing where you're going. Anyways, that's a story for another day. Yes. <laughs> all in all, I'm very glad I did it. It was a great exposure for the book club, lots of fun. And because I was previously a television and radio journalist, I actually was able to experience television from a totally different perspective. And mm-hmm. that is, you know, daytime um, a talk show, which is completely different. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So, uh, you know, um, before I jump into my idea, uh, for, for our listeners, just to, to remind you why this is so relevant right now, uh, as you're entering uh, your career, uh, you're obviously going to be asked to come up with interesting ideas on how you can help your organization uh, build their online presence, seen as a lot of our communications and public relations is done online nowadays compared to in print or in person. Events are very, very expensive. Advertising is very expensive. So, uh, with limited communications and public relations budgets, we tend to gravitate towards the online world. So if I, if you're on either end, if you have a blog and you want to be a subject matter expert, you know, get 
you know, make a name for yourself and get out there because you never know when you might get a call. Um, or if you're on the organizational side, maybe you, your organization runs a blog, um, and you guys have a certain subject matter expertise, work on that to see if you could, if you could also, your organization could be called on, uh, as a subject matter expert. So just to, to bring it back on why, you know, you're listening to these interesting stories. Um, so on to my story. So uh, what happened about a week ago, actually, no, earlier this week, uh, I got a call um, to be, and I was invited to a Cardell wine and tasting evening. Uh, I thought that the entire communications uh, and the entire event just went on without a hitch. And I thought when I walked out of there as the PR and communications expert, I thought, to myself, this is such a great idea, and I hope one day I can use it. (laughs) So what Cardell Homes did is they they, um, connected with three different bloggers in the Ottawa area, uh, and I was, I guess, the resident podcaster. I also have a blog, but I'm more known as a podcaster. Um, So there was a podcast, there was me, the podcaster, there was uh, a blogger named Kelly Rusk, who is very well known in Ottawa's uh, industry, Uh, and then there was also um, 20 York Street, uh, who is a fashion blogger in Ottawa. So to get us excited for the event, so this is, you know, you know, Cardell's uh, first good move was to pick us all up in a limo. <laughs> so not all, again, I mean, when you're bringing, uh, whether it's a journalist or you're bringing a blogger into your uh, event, you you want to make them as happy as possible. Uh, one way to do that is always have food at your event. That's something that I've learned over the years. Having food at your event not only helps the individuals who are attending the event, but uh, someone who is hungry tends to get angry. So if you have food there, then you'll, you're less likely to have an angry person. So um, one way to keep people happy in an event is is uh, food. Uh, the other one is making the individual feel special. So again, the whole point of Cardell's event uh, was to get these three bloggers to, uh, you know, tweet about the event, uh, blog about the event, even podcast and, you know, proving right now that I'm podcasting about it. Um, so they wanted us to, to, to leave with a, a good feeling. And first, you know, good move was picking, picking us up in a limo and making us feel really special. Because again, bloggers can tend to be pushed aside. Um, and and for, for some people, it is for good reason. Uh, because, uh, you know, citizen journalism out there, which is where bloggers fall underneath, because they don't, there's no editor editing what they're putting on online, a lot of people tend to sometimes, you know, wrap all the bloggers into this negative pool by saying, well, they don't do any research. They just sit there and blog out of their basements. But in reality, there's a lot of really, really good bloggers out there with subject matter expertise who actually do research and do interviews and, you know, figure out the proper information before they put it on their blog. And and a lot of them are real journalists. So um, it's, it's this... So sometimes bloggers, you know, they, they want to feel special, right? They don't want to feel like just being pushed off to side or, oh, you're just another blogger, just tweet for me, right? So first good thing, they made us feel like we were important. Uh, we, you know, uh, arrived at their model home. So Cardell Homes is a uh, property builder uh, for residential homes. Uh, they might do... Uh, I think they were also talking about how they, they might, they just got into the resort building, so they might be building resorts around the world, but right now they're, in Ottawa, they're known for residential home building. 
so they were showing off their uh, their model homes, and of course, uh, the first thing we do is when we show up, we're handed a glass of uh, wine, uh, which was the Nova Seven. And before the episode, Julie and I were talking about how that's an amazing, gorgeous tasting wine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we we all get uh, a glass of wine, and we're encouraged to just wander around the model homes uh, and uh, you know take pictures. Uh, talk about what we like, what we don't like. And then there were two people there from Cardell Homes who could answer questions if we had it. So we were three couples uh, and we just kind of got to wander around. And, um, you know, it's really fun to look at different decoration ideas. And you're just looking at the home. It's, I mean, I don't know if uh, if our listeners are like that, but I love just wandering through model homes. I love looking at different kinds of decorations and different kinds of um you know, home layouts. It's always fun to, to, you know, pretend like, what if I lived here? You know, so oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, when you're walking around with a glass of wine and looking at someone's gorgeous home, you know, you're, you're happy. Um, so once we were done our little tour, then we were brought down and we did a wine tasting and their whole goal of the wine tasting was to show how easy the homes lend to entertainment. So if you're, um, again, their, their audience for these townhomes were young couples, um, or couples with, uh, small children. And, uh, you know, they wanted to see, they, they wanted to show you that if you bought this home, um, and you still wanted to entertain, then it, it's, it's built that way. It's built for perfect entertainment. And, uh, I mean, clearly they, they, um, they, they actually proved that because we were all kind of hanging around this island in this kitchen that was huge. And we had someone um, cooking something for us and then we had the, the, the wine tasting as well um, and then you know everything kind of put together and chatting and anyway really really great experience so they did a really, really good job. And then at the end of the night, um, and, and this goes back to our CSR, Corporate Social Responsibility, they decided to throw a little bit of that um, at the end. And they said before the first person in the limo is dropped off, uh, Cardell Home was going to donate um, $100 per couple uh, to a charity of our choice. So um, another, again, is thinking about the PR and communicator, which is you're always trying to think, you're always trying to think as a PR and communicator. This means that while we were in the limo at the end of the day, the event wasn't over for us. We were continuing to talk about Cardell until we were dropped off. And not only were we talking about them as, oh, that house was great. No, no, no. We were talking about them. And isn't this amazing that they want to donate money to a local charity? Yeah. So, again, we we left, um, you know, full stomachs. Um, you know, with, with, uh, with, uh, we each got to take a bottle of wine home. Um, and we felt, you know, good that we were able to give, um, money towards a charity and they were going to put it in, in our name. So, I mean, I think it's a good, again, it's a really good example of some good, a good PR and communications, um, idea. So just because you're a blogger and just because you're a blogger. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and for our young professionals, again, this, this shows the importance or the excitement behind building a name for yourself well yeah absolutely and actually while you were talking i actually remembered another instance with my food blog um i've been invited to several uh restaurant exclusive and like free restaurant openings in ottawa Mm -hmm. i've done you know taste testings of um uh you know new menus before they're open to the public get invited to these things all the time just because i'm a you know a very active food blogger in the ottawa area 
So, yeah, I mean, the benefits are endless. And and you're, you're right. It's about making a name for yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I'm, I'm thinking of all kinds of Pinterest quotes that I've seen. <laughs> They're all cliche. <laughs> well, uh, I think that, you know, wraps up our episode. Two really interesting ideas on how um, you or your organization can work uh, with uh, bloggers. So blogger relations, really important. I would actually like to ask our listeners um, to send us... Um, if they don't have a blog, send us your blog if you have one, um, and send us stories of of similar instances, and maybe we can share them. I would love to. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good idea because uh, you know there could be people listening to our podcast right now who have way better stories than ours. Although I think yours was pretty awesome, <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I got to be on TV. Yeah, yeah, we got some awesome stories. But yeah, if if you've ever actually, if you've built a name for yourself, um, and you're actually asked to either do an interview or you were invited to events, uh, we'd love to hear how you were treated as a blogger. Or on the flip side as well, putting your communications and PR hat on, have you ever actually ran an event for blockers? And do you have an example on how it went well? Um, and uh, what were some of the successes of that story? So we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can always uh, reach out to us uh, on our blog, youngprpros.ca, um, or you can catch us uh, and leave a comment anywhere online on our Facebook page, on Google+, LinkedIn, Pinterest, or just catch us on Twitter at youngprpros, at Christine Darbell, and at Kent Julia. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Young PR Pros with Christine Darbell and Julia Kent on the FIR Podcast Network. The FIR Podcast Network is brought to you in association with Lawrence Reagan Communications, serving communicators worldwide for more than 35 years. You'll find more information at www.reagan.com. That's R-A-G-A-N. Young PR Pros is part of the FIR Podcast Network, a series of business podcasts founded by Neville Hobson and Shell Holtz. The anchor podcast in the network is the Hobson and Holtz Report, a weekly show presented since January 2005. For information about FIR, to see show notes for the podcasts, and to subscribe, visit www.forimmediaterelease.biz. You can also subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcast directories. We welcome your comments about Young PR Pros. Join the conversation in the FIR community on Google+. Look for the FIR podcast community or email us at fircomments at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.